In business, we're always supposed to be building the know, like, and trust factor. So if that's true, how do we go about the business of disappointing people sometimes in the name of business? It's not easy, and I'm diving into the conversation with you today on Business Mindset Mastery. Thanks so much for joining me for it. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership consultant. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today, I want to talk to you about the idea that when you grow a business, when you move from that initial stages of having an idea, establishing your initial client base, and growing, you are going to make changes in your business. You're going to learn from some mistakes. You're going to learn how to set boundaries. You're going to see new versions of what you're capable of. You're going to want bigger, bolder things. You're going to go after bigger, bolder dreams. And you can't do those things without changing the way you've always done things. It's unavoidable that as you grow as a business owner, you are bound to disappoint people along the way. That might mean you're raising your prices. That might mean that you're discontinuing one-on-one services. That might mean that you're limiting people's, you know, ability to reach you, potential clients. You're not going to be as, you know, available to them. There's all kinds of different things that come up for business owners where we have to make the choice of what is best for me as the business owner and what is best for the health of the business. And oftentimes you can't choose what's best without disappointing somebody or leaving somebody behind. I wanted to share a new perspective and add a new conversation, a new aspect to this conversation with you from personal experience that I've recently gone through. I had a new insight to this discussion and I wanted to share it with you because I think that those of you who have listened to the show for a while, you know, we're probably coming to this episode and saying like, of course, Heather, we're going to have to disappoint people. You're going to tell us to suck it up and to, you know, to recognize that what we want is okay. Our business matters and we need to just go forth and, you know, go on with it, get over it and do what needs to be done in the name of business. And yes, I believe all of that. And I think all of that is equally true. But the other insight I had recently gets connected to the decision I've recently made to end and close my Facebook group. I've been talking on the show. Some of you have been probably following along to the conversation that I wasn't really sure what I wanted to be doing with the group. Initially, it started out as a place for people who were connecting to the idea that happiness is a choice that we have to dare greatly And I wanted to create a community and a safe space for people to explore that option. As I've grown in my business and as the clientele of people working with me has shifted and grown as well, the purpose of that started to shift and change. It became a little bit of a conversation for how I was, you know, of things I was talking about on my podcast. So it became a good place for people to kind of listen to an episode I had done and then come back and talk to me about it afterwards. But in large part, I would say for the past year, if I'm really brutally looking myself in the mirror, honest with myself, this is a conversation and a decision I should have made a year ago that only I am now making. 
And when I look back to one of the reasons for it, there were a couple, some of which were like, it was, you know, Facebook group marketing is an arm of my business. And if I'm going to close that arm, I felt like I needed to have a strategy in place for what to do next. Um, There was also the piece to it that I really like the group. Um, I like having these conversations. I like having this place and space to explore things like that with folks. I just didn't like the idea that, um, you know, I could put out a conversation to people and I'm fighting with a Facebook algorithm as to whether or not they're even going to see it. I also didn't like it at some point that I was delivering really good content in that group and I was having really good conversations in that group offering good advice and I wasn't getting paid for it. That this idea that it's a marketing arm of my business, it's a lead generating activity, it stopped sitting well with me. It stopped feeling like it was the right thing for me because I think I know my value a little bit more now than when I did when I started the group and I realized like, you know, I should be getting paid for this. This is good. Like this is like, like this isn't something that I should just be giving away willy nilly for free. And then the last piece of this is I didn't want to disappoint the members. I knew that I had done a really great job of creating a safe space for people to go out and dare greatly and make their big bold decisions. And then they could come back to mama Heather and talk about it and I would boost them up and the group would boost them up and they would get that validation and encouragement and sort of all the warm fuzzies they need in order to be brave. And I didn't want to disappoint people. So as a result, I ended up postponing an obvious decision. And I made the announcement recently in my group that I would be closing the group. And as I was thinking about it, the first thing that washed over me is just like relief that I wasn't held to some expectation because I constantly like I know the strategy that it takes to build a successful Facebook group. And I wasn't implementing half of those strategies because at the end of the day, I didn't want to be doing it. I didn't want to be working for free. I didn't want to keep giving away my best stuff for free every single day. So I wasn't doing the behaviors that go along with raising, you know, raising and engaging Facebook group that defies the algorithm because I didn't really want it. I just didn't want to disappoint people. And what I ended up thinking when I look back on all of the actions I didn't take, all of the ways that I kind of half-assed it and phoned it in and showed up sometimes and didn't show up any, like on the other side of not wanting to disappoint people, I probably delivered disappointing content. I probably delivered less than watered down versions of myself. In the name of not making it Facebook official, I became less of myself and gave less of myself because again, the root of this is I shouldn't be doing this for free. So why am I doing this for free? I'm not going to do such a good job at it. I'm just going to slap things together. So at the risk of not hurting people's feelings, letting people down, having people be disappointed, worrying about feeling left out or worried about feeling left behind, I basically gave them scraps. If I'm brutally honest with myself, that's what I did. So in the name of not disappointing people, I delivered content that probably felt like throwaway, that contributes to the messaging of less than, of not important, of not a priority. At the risk of sort of maintaining feelings, I didn't 
didn't actually nurture feelings. I didn't take care of feelings. I don't think I offered, you know, any of these like radical transformations that I had been known to do in the, you know, in previous years of this group in the last year because I didn't think I should be doing that for free. That ended up informing my non-actions. So, you know, when I think about it, I wanted to avoid hurting feelings. I wanted to avoid people feeling left behind. And at the end of the day, all my behavior does, when I'm brutally honest, it's confirmed that exact message that I was trying to avoid doing in the first place. And I don't think we ever take the time to look at it from that perspective. This idea that, you know, when we have to disappoint somebody, we make it all about us. We make it, oh my gosh, like I'm going to be doing this to this person. I can't believe I'm so self like what is it with me blah 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 and that's the inner dialogue that we have but what we actually should be doing is taking that lens and taking that finger that we're pointing at ourselves in some you know like holier than thou action and turn and really focus on the people that we are starting with and looking at and who we're trying to serve and ask ourselves right now what is best for this person because ultimately that's what I decided the first go around when I made a change a massive change in my business and closed my brick and mortar mental health private therapy practice. It was hugely successful. It was wildly profitable, you know, as profitable as an insurance company would allow it to be. And I closed it down because my heart wasn't in it. And I was able to say like, oh my God, these people can't have a therapist whose heart isn't in it, who just wants to phone it in, who's, you know, coming in from this place of burnout. Like they don't deserve that. And as a result of being able to connect to that message, that lesson, I was able to grow this new version of myself and expand on this new business of myself. That's what we need to do. That's the way I think that when it is so apparent that it's time to change or grow or pivot in our business, we do it with a little bit of class and we do it with professionalism and grace for ourselves and our clients is to recognize that when we have decided that we are no longer capable or willing to offer what they deserve, it is on us to let it go with grace. That is the way we serve with dignity. That's the way we serve in a way that's consistent with who we are, what we believe, and how we move through the world. Otherwise, we're giving less than. We're contributing to a negative message, and we're not allowing people the option to show up for themselves. Because you know what the reality is, is I made the announcement. I don't think anybody in the group was particularly you know, surprised. Not for nothing. I'd given them a warning that I was already thinking about it. But also too, my behavior was demonstrating like not quite here consistently. As soon as something else that comes up is more important, you know, it's more important. I managed to, you know, move my my husband and I from our home to an apartment um, while we our home undergoes a remodel and y'all never missed an episode of my podcast. I haven't missed an episode of my podcast since December of 2017. So I was incredibly busy. I was juggling the project of the, the remodel. I was 
managing the move and I was uh, able to record every day. The reason why I was able to do that is because this show and all of you light me up. It gets me so excited. And P.S. It's content that I deliver for free. Yes, if you find the content valuable, if you get, you know, value from it on a day-to-day basis, I would welcome and appreciate it if you would uh, consider financially contributing to the show and supporting the podcast and the daily delivery that I offer. You can always do that with the link at the bottom of my show notes. But even if you don't do it, I am still showing up with an open heart, no resentment, and no, um, you know, sort of weight holding me back because I'm doing exactly what I want to do in the way I want to do it. And that's why you as podcast listeners benefit from that. That's why this is working because it's so clear to me that it's what's important to me, which means you're getting the content that you need and deserve in order to run your businesses the way you want them. The next question that so often comes up in this conversation is if you know you have to disappoint people, like how do you say it? How do you not have hurt feelings on the other side? How do you not disappoint people? And what I always like to remind you guys, because this isn't new, you've heard me say it on the show before, is you just have to tell people what you want them to think. Because the idea that you are going to make a change, that you are going to set a new boundary, sometimes it's simply unavoidable that you are going to leave hurt feelings in your wake. Some people are going to be disappointed. Some people are going to be let down. And you can't stop that. You can't prevent that. All you can do is use your verbiage. Use your words, your tone, your body language to communicate to people what you really want them to think and what you really want them to know. How they react is simply not up to you. So when you make a pivot or a move or a change, tell your client what you want them to know and think and say, this is the change. I know you might have X reaction. I just wanted you to know why this is happening and communicate it. So often, I think sometimes people get nervous about disappointing people. People, you know, worry about their reputation or what the pushback's going to be or how it's going to fall back on them that they like in a rush just say, oh, the Facebook group's clothing at the end of the week. This is how you can continue to find me by. Rather than saying like, and this is what I did, I communicated transparently to the group. Like I showed up to show up at the, for this group today and it just became crystal clear to me that I don't want to anymore, that this isn't a conversation or a modality that I want to be using to have this conversation any longer. So once I, you know, that became apparent to me, it was time to close the group. This is what's important to me. This is what I hope you take away. And I had that conversation with the group members. That's what I would ask of you to do anytime you need to make a change. We don't owe people like every single nut and bolt of the process or crossing every T or dotting every I. But if you were worried about people having a reaction, acknowledge that they might have that reaction. And sometimes you can help them find their plan B and direct them to say, you know what, I'm no longer the right person for you, or this is no longer the right option for you. But so and so, 
know might be better equipped to help you, or this option might be more up your alley. You can always move through the world in such a way that's consistently human to have allow them to have that human reception of your news. People are going to have a reaction when you set a boundary. By definition, you are telling somebody that they want to be closer to you than you wish to be to them. It's unavoidable that sometimes hurt feelings are going to be on the other side, but those hurt feelings are not a reason not to do it. Those hurt feelings are not a reason not to grow yourself or build your business. You have to take it on the chin and just do your best to communicate effectively. Thank you so much for joining me today. I think that these are really important conversations that we all face on a day-to-day business basis as we're looking at our businesses and the way we want to move through the world as leaders. I so appreciate you for showing up with me. You can always get my two cents on a question you might have for your business by reaching out to me over at heather at choosetohaveitall.com. Thanks so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.